It's the first Prez Monday check-in. We'll have a chat, but not spill tea. Hey, it's the first Prez Monday check-in. We got the Bible and Greg and me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the, what is this? Monday check-in. That's, yeah. You're correct. I didn't know if you were going for a particular volume or number or just what the actual title of this event is. I think um, all of it, actually. Yeah. I lost my brain for a second. This is the 92nd. No, I'm making that up. We're very rapidly approaching 100 Monday check-ins. Oh. Well, as rapidly as we can, doing it not quite one week at a time. (laughs) We did take two months (laughs) off this summer. Yeah. But we were back last week. Yeah. So, so as rapidly as you can, how many weeks in a year? 50, 52. 52. And so th- if we'd done so one every single week, then in March we would have hit 100. But of course we took a few yeah. weeks off. Yeah. This is the Monday check-in, whatever number it is. Uh, we are not in our offices. So we are not doing it via Zoom. Damon's head is not in a box with my head in a box next to it. It's not, which is... Um, did you ever... <laughs> What's in the box? Did you ever see that movie? No. Uh, Seven, I think it is. Oh, oh, let's not go there. You're talking about heads and boxes, Greg. That's what the internet thinks about (laughs) when you start talking about heads and boxes. Damon, that's what you think about. I am the internet. Don't paint the entire internet with your uh, strange thoughts. (laughs) Al Gore and I, we are the internet. And that's that's the bottom line. (laughs) Because Stone Cold says so. That's why. (laughs) Okay, raise your hand. How many people of our listening audience think that you understood the Stone Because Stone Cold Says So reference? Well, I, I didn't understand <laughs> Because Stone Cold Said So reference. <laughs> At any rate, uh, we'll find out. I'm going to say less than five. Right. Mm-hmm. You know who will know it? Of our loyal listeners? I know. Grant uh, Hunter. Maybe. I don't know, actually. Well, I guess we'll find out. We will find out. But you can see that we're not uh, in the Zoom boxes. Instead, we are uh, sitting in a room in the church uh, and speaking into microphones and uh, sitting next to each other. And uh, that's because we're uh, we're trying something new. Yeah, we're we're taking the upper room, which is in the memorial room, which was at one point someone's office. Some somebody knows the history of the room better than I do. And uh, has been used relatively recently as a Sunday school classroom, uh, but it has these lovely stained glass windows in it. And so we've decided to kind of set it up as a, as a little recording podcast studio sort of a thing. And so we've got uh, plenty of good ideas, I think, to use the space and to use the space well. And so this is the first maiden voyage. Um, so we're trying out all the equipment and all that sort of stuff for the Monday check-in. And if you're tuning in right now, you can say you were there. You were there when they switched from recording the Monday check-in on Zoom to recording it in a, well, semi-professional podcast studio. Yeah, which is about as professional as I really ever want to get. I will affirm that in you. And really in any realm of my life. I want to rise to the level of just above competency semi-professional <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> triple a that's double a triple a that's yeah that's fine although i guess those guys they're they're thoroughly professional 
Hmm. Think it of another matter. metaphor. This is the Monday check-in. What we'll do eventually is we will... Uh, we're going to preview this, the various themes and ideas, scripture, that we're going to use for the upcoming worship service on Sunday morning at First Pres. And then after that, we switch gears and we talk a little bit about the life of the church at First Pres. And we start with a word of prayer. Um, whose turn is it? I think it's yours. Okay. Uh, let's open with a word of prayer then. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for the opportunity to gather, for the opportunity to consider and to study your word, to hear again these ancient words that have held so much wisdom throughout so many years. And we thank you for the opportunity to uh, hold those words next to uh, some new words and some new senses and to consider how these things might inform and play with one another. May our time here... Uh, be, be a blessing to us and also to others. In your gracious name we pray. Pray. Amen. We play too. I do it all. <laughs> Amen. You can't stop me from praying and playing. In God's gracious name. That's right. Exactly. Uh, what's happening this Sunday? So uh, this is our final Sunday of the sermon series based on children's literature. So I think yes. we'll start our money check-in by me reading the children's book. Yep. And then you'll read the scriptures. Sounds good. And then we'll talk about them. All right, let's or do it. Or perhaps just let them speak mm -hmm. for themselves. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you do. You just read the scripture and you just get out of the way. Just sit down. Yeah. yeah. So our children's book this week is Papa, Do You Love Me? And the author uh, wrote the children's book that I think I started the children's book sermon series this summer. Oh, I was the second one that I did this summer, uh, which was Mama, Do You Love Me? And uh, I think I'd mentioned in my sermon, I reached out to the author. Right. And uh, she wrote me back. Yes. And she said to fully grasp uh, the love of God, you've got to read these complimentary books, Mama, Do You Love Me? And Papa, Do You Love Me? Okay, sure. And so I took her advice mm -hmm. and I ordered Papa, Do You Love Me? And I, I think it was sound advice. It has a different facet of the understanding of the love of God mm -hmm. than Mama, Do You Love Me? And, uh, and so we'll talk about that okay. today. So I'm going to read it. I'm going to do my best uh, with this setup to show you all, uh, at uh, all of our loyal listeners, the beautiful illustrations. It's actually the same illustrator, too. So same author, Barbara Juice, and the same illustrator, Barbara Lavallee. So Papa, Do You Love Me? And uh, it's based on the Maasai culture, which is in Kenya and Uganda. Papa, do you love me? You came from your mama, whom I love, your grandpapas and grandmamas, whom I honor, and from me. You are my tender heart, and I love you. How much? I love you more than the warrior loves to leap, more than the bush baby loves the moon, more than the elder loves his stories. How long? I'll love you as long as the wildebeest run on the Mara, the hippopotamus wallows in the mud, and the Serengeti rolls to the sky. Papa, what would you do if I was hot? Well, we'd rest under a greenheart tree. What if the sun scorched the leaves and they dropped off the branches? Then I'd stretch out my blanket till you were cool in my shade. 
What if I was thirsty? You would drink water from the calabash. What if the calabash was dry? You'd fill it from the river. What if the river was dusty and the creek was cracked? I'd teach you to look for hidden streams and push through dry earth until you reached water. Then, tender heart, we'd splash sweet water over our tongues. Papa, what if I was the herd boy? Well, I would be proud. What if I was the herd boy and I ate roasted meat till my belly was round and I tried to stay awake and I tried to guard the cattle, but my eyelids got drowsy? Then I'd show you how to stay awake. Together we'd sing to the full white moon and dance to the sweep of stars until your eyes were bright. And what if I fell asleep anyway and hyenas crept in? and killed a cow, and it was my birthright cow. Then, tender heart, I would be angry, but I would love you still. What if I was afraid? I'd wrap my arms around you so you could hear my heart beat like a drum. What if hyenas blinked yellow eyes at me? We'd throw our back our heads and we would howl, howl, howl till they slank, slunk away. What if a lion prowled in our camp, swished his tail and rumbled for food and I was his food? Then, tender heart, I'd shelter you with my shield. I'd shake my spear at the beast till his great mane trembled and he cowered in his den. I'll care for you, love you, and teach you always, because I am your papa, and you are my tender heart. The end. The end? All right. So uh, that we are going to pair with a couple of psalms, uh, and the first is Psalm 86, 1 through 7, and then 15 through 17 and that reads something like this psalm 86 i said right okay incline your ear O lord and answer me oh you have a different translation that's there. the ceb you can read the what nrsv that's okay fine. okay well that was close near disaster averted incline your ear O lord and answer me for i am poor and needy preserve my life for i am devoted to you Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord. For to you do I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant. For to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the day of my trouble I call on you, for you will answer me. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant. Save the child of your serving girl. Show me a sign of your favor so that those who hate me may see it and be put to shame. Because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. That's from Psalm 86. And then also Psalm 71 
verses 1 through 9 and 17 through 23. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be to me a rock of refuge, a strong fortress uh, to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from my birth. It was you who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have been like a portent to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Do not forsake me when my strength is spent. O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me, until I proclaim your might to all the generations to come. Your power and your righteousness, O God, reach to the heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again from the depths of the earth. You will bring me up again. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. I also, I will also praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing praises to you with the lyre, or lyre if you prefer, one holy one of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, my soul also, which you have rescued. There we go. Greg, what do you got? Well, I um, when I read this book, Papa, Do You Love Me, after it had been suggested to me by the author, yeah. uh, it read to me as kind of a, a psalm, uh, sort of a modern-day psalm, uh, that is this interaction between a father and a child about... Uh, the depth of his love uh, and mm-hmm. Papa if I make mistakes are you still going to love me if I do this will you still love me yeah it's interesting my recollection of the Mama Do You Love Me book mm-hmm. was a, like a really strong emphasis on the child saying um, how much can I screw up like what's the limit of your love mm-hmm. right in terms of Uh, If I make this mistake or if I intentionally choose this hurtful thing to you or to someone else, would you still love me? That seemed like a really big emphasis on forgiveness. Yes. Right? And mercy and kindness and that sort of thing. This, there were a few pages in there that had that. Yep. Um, You know, what if I I eat too much and I fall asleep and I can't watch the herd? Right. Right? They're not too much, but I eat and then... Right. When you eat, you get tired. <laughs> That's just what happens. Um, at least I do. And, but most of it seemed to be on the sort of, uh, like, a, like the Papa expressing his love for the tender heart through um, acts of service and through acts of protection um, and acts of. Um, providing or provision provision yeah i wanted to say providence but i knew that that was something else entirely yeah acts of provision protection and provision yeah that may be the title of my sermon thank you 
Bam, I nailed it. I got it. Um, <laughs> and, and then the other the other one in there too is is the the teaching. Yes. I think uh, the, the, the Papa talks about how he's going to teach these things to his tender heart so his tender heart can learn to mm-hmm. to do those things, like find water in the dry riverbed and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a growing yeah. component to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the Psalms, obviously, have a really connect with that sort of that idea of protection or providing. Um as a lot of the psalms do, yes. like a lot of the psalms come from a a place, or they feel as though they come from a place of desperation. Yep, and that might be like spiritually, it might be physically, it might be militarily, also at times um, for the people who were appealing to God. Yeah, um, but that's that provide for me the thing that I need. Yeah, right. So whether that's the smoting of my enemies. Or the shade tree, or right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's that's that was the connection that I made, which you so beautifully articulated, probably better than I had. So thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to help. <laughs> I, I need another P word though, that's a synonym for teaching, so that I can stick with my love for alliteration. Okay, well, not proclaiming. That's similar. It's close. Yeah. Profet? Well, no. Professing isn't really. Professing and teaching are not the same. No, but also I was close. Very clearly instructed in <laughs> in undergrad. <laughs> the Reverend Say Doctor. more about that. The Reverend Doctor Walter Chip Buzard, uh, who taught RE one hundred and one, and a variety of other religion courses at Warburg, uh-huh. on the first day of class, uh, told us that he is a professor and not a teacher. His job is to profess things, and our job as students was to figure out whether or not those things had any validity. He used a different phraseology, but um, that like his job was to profess things, and our job was to sort of discern, assess those. Like, okay, assess, this, yeah, yeah, to also take a look at the sources and the material and say, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So he was. He said, like, you, you can disagree with me, that's fine, but you're going to have to be able to prove it. Hmm. Like, it wasn't just, a, you know, like, we're not learning multiplication tables. Right. But, you know, like, yeah. well, this is a step beyond that. So, that doesn't apply, I don't think, to this at all. But it could work for the, the protection, provision, and professing? I guess, I mean, the Papa is professing his love. And his wisdom. Through those acts, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And the psalmist is professing their faith in God. Yeah. uh, Through these, by saying. All right, so you heard it here. We've got a sermon title. All because of the Monday (laughs) check-in. That incorporates my favorite, which is alliteration. Mm -hmm. And... uh, we're, we're all good. Yeah. I was also, I was struck by the, there's a lot of descriptions of, because um, I know it gets very dry mm-hmm. there, right? It's currently very dry here. Yep. And has been for a number of years. <laughs> um, so I, I found myself sort of connecting and relating to that and also sort of wondering about what is the... Um, 
what's the word that we're using that's not providence? Uh, provision? Provision. Like, what are the acts of provision that we need? I guess, from what things do we need to be saved? Mm. Right? Like, in our personal lives, or as a as a community, as a culture, as a... And thinking about that as well. Yeah. Which is a little bit different than the... A little bit different. <laughs> what if the what if the lake is dry? But hmm. yeah. So I don't know. You think it'll preach? I think it'll preach. Um, I think I'll share a little bit about uh, the role of psalms and and these particular psalms, and um, might intersperse the psalm through the book or through the sermon instead of reading it all as one chunk. You did a nice job reading those, but that that's a sort of a lot of dense repetition. But if instead it's sort of interspersed and juxtaposed with different pages of the book, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I might also, you know, talk about a father's love. Sure. Yeah. And that's the other, right? Because it's a companion piece. To, yep. Are there other companion pieces? So far as I know, these are the only two. the, the, The author's recommendation to me was preach on Mama, Do You Love Me? But then... Don't neglect preaching on Papa, Do You Love Me Too. So I'm actually excited to reach back out to her and share the Mama, Do You Love Me sermon with her. Uh, yeah. And then w- once I preach this one, I'll share that one and, and get her feedback. And mm-hmm. who knows? There may be a time that she'll be sitting in this studio with us yeah, uh, doing a podcast. Yeah. That'd be fun. Where does she, she, where does she, she lives live? in Wisconsin. Oh. She's a lighthouse keeper. Oh, yeah. On the Great Lakes. Uh, I think Wisconsin borders one of the Great Lakes. My yeah. upper Midwest geography is really lousy. Uh-huh. Um, and so... Superior. Okay. At least. I trust you. Maybe more. Very well. Apologies to Wisconsinians. Uh, Wisconsinites? Nice people? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Brats and cheese. <laughs> um, so... Sorry, was was I reinforcing stereotypes Um, about people from Wisconsin? You said nice people. That was a stereotype. But that's a a positive stereotype. stereotype. Yeah. I'm Mm. sure there's mean people in Wisconsin. Oh, for sure. I know there's people in Wisconsin who don't eat brats and cheese, too. So I guess just people, I guess. Wisconsinites. People from Wisconsin are are called people. And some of whom are lighthouse keepers who write really (laughs) cool children's books and respond to emails from weird pastors in Hastings, Nebraska. Did the author, maybe, I don't know if you know this, did the author conceive of these books at the same time? Or did the author come up with one of these and then think, oh, that's not quite the full picture? You know what I'm saying? I think or it was like did the publishing house. Like, no, it was hey. more. It was more that she she came up with "Mama, Do You Love Me" first. First, but prior to writing "Mama, Do You Love Me," she had made a trip over to the Maasai region mm-hmm. in Africa. She had visited Kenya and Uganda, and had been inspired by what she saw there. And so that was always in the back of her mind as a children's author. And then right. she wrote "Mama, Do You Love Me," and then from that, wanted to write this companion. And then reached out to her illustrator, and then also she had a uh, professor that helped her ensure that she was getting some of the cultural mm-hmm. um, intricacies correct. Sure. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think I feel as though that is not dissimilar from like some of the scriptural witness, 
right? Like, yes. Like, there's a reason why we have 66 books in the Bible. It's 66, right? Sure. Okay. In the, in the Protestant the, Bible. In the Protestant Bible. Yeah. In that, there's even just, okay, the three synoptic Gospels, the three one-lens Gospels, um, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all contain a lot of the same stories, but like from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Luke said, oh, this is good stuff. But it's also not like it's not, but there's also this other stuff. Like it's just not quite the full picture. And we kind of need all of it to try to get as full of a picture as we can of God, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, even just the Psalms. Well, th- yeah, right? there's like, 130, 160 some odd Psalms. I want to say. You've got it right there in front of you. You can I check. Do. Okay. I'd, I'll um, check while you. But in addition to the Psalms, mm-hmm. you also have. Proverbs, which is wisdom literature, and you also have Ecclesiastes, which is wisdom literature. Mm-hmm. And so what you've got are different takes on how to talk about God and God's love and how to teach God's people uh, wisdom, right? Right. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of 150. I said 130 or 160. Yeah. I, was, I was in the range. I wanted to say 147. 150. So, Psalms. That's the wrong. number of Psalms. Damon mm-hmm. just checked in his holy Bible. Yeah. But even like, yeah, there's like all these different, what we think of as the wisdom literature things. Um, and even just within Psalms, that like you have uh, Psalms that are just about praise and rejoicing. You have Psalms that are about a, a call for protection, or you have Psalms that are. Um, how long, oh God, will I will you forsake me and abandon me and, and leave yeah, me Psalms in the pit of, of death? And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all of that, but, but they're, they're all holy, holy, right? They're all sacred things, but, but they, they depict different experiences with the divine, yeah. right? Or yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's how I, I do think that is exactly how I want to say that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I use the term facets, different facets of. Uh, our relationship with God, sure. God's love, mm-hmm. just like the author of these books said, these are two different facets that she sees of, of trying to understand God's love, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, and this week we'll be talking about the facet of protection, provision, and not providence, <laughs> and protection, provision, and professing, and the other one. There you go. <laughs> I don't know why Providence is stuck in my brain. It's uh, because you're becoming Presbyterian. It's not really a thing I'm a big fan of, actually. But that's for an that's a episode, a different episode for a different time. Indeed. Indeed. Should we move on to uh, what's going on in the life of the church? Yep, let's do it. All right. So uh, this Sunday, uh, August 28th, will be our final Worship in the Park service. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will be back in the park. It'll be at 8.30 in the morning, not 9 o'clock. So be there at 8.30. And once again, a shout out and a huge thank you to the Shukai family for uh, their support of that service over the last two months. So final Worship in the Park service, Sunday at 8.30. And then Sunday at 9.15, Sunday, August 28th at 9.15, is our Sunday School Orientation uh, and so if you have a child pre-K through high school that uh, will be starting Sunday school this year, please be in the fellowship hall at 915. 
Uh, you'll have a chance to meet your child's Sunday school teachers. You will get uh, the handbook for both uh, Sunday School and for Wednesday Night Live. We have some schedule changes for uh, Wednesday Night Live as well as for youth group. So we'll be sharing those. Uh, it's going to be a good time, a joyful time, and there will be donuts. So another reason to – now Damon's going to be there. I didn't know that. that. I'm learning, learning so many things Damon right never misses an opportunity for a donut. Where are the donuts going to be from? Damon? I'm gonna let you make that decision. <laughs> okay. Are you? I know you're more of a Russ's fan than a Duncan fan. Is that correct? Generally, yes. Okay. And so perhaps most Sunday mornings, I'm gonna to reveal to our loyal listeners out there, uh, Damon does show up with a chocolate-covered cinnamon roll. Chocolate-fried cinnamon roll from Russ's. And so what I might do is send you with the church credit card and have you pick up the donuts for the Sunday school orientation and then you get a hand in deciding which donuts show up here next Sunday morning. All right. Sounds, Sounds good. good. All right. Do it. Do it. You alluded to some changes on the Wednesday night Sunday the Wednesday night activities. Yes. Um, do you want to say more about that? Well, um, so our middle school and high school youth groups are going to be switching to Sunday nights and I'll let Damon talk a little bit about that, mm-hmm. which means that our programming for our pre-K through uh, eighth graders on Wednesday nights, uh, we've we've shortened the schedule of that. So that will start at 5 p.m. It's pre-K through fifth through eighth, grade. Through fifth grade. Thank you. I said eighth grade. Pre-K through fifth grade. Starts at 5 p.m. and will end with dinner uh and the kids will be done at 6.45. So rather than starting at 4, it now starts at 5. Uh, and we'll do uh, children's choir, children's bell choir, Bible study, meal, and rec time in that hour and 45-minute time frame. Uh, and then uh, Sunday nights, we'll be doing middle school and high school youth group. Yes. 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 So, middle, uh, so Cal West Bells and Cal West Choir uh, will also move to Sunday nights. And then we'll also have... Middle school and high school youth group, and all of that will take place from five to seven on Sunday evenings, starting September eleventh for those activities. And a meal will be provided during that during that time as well. So, and we'll have Sunday school continues as usual for for all ages. So yeah, so Wednesday Night Live will start a little before that on Sunday, September seventh. Uh, so post Labor Day on Wednesday, September seventh. Man, I am off today. Just, Just now. You've, you've been, been good, good for most of the rest of the time. Thank you. I appreciate the reassurance. Unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, so, we talked about August 28th. Uh, September 4th will be Labor Day. For that Sunday, we're just going to have one service, one combined service at 1030 in the sanctuary. No worship in the park. Nothing in the chapel. Just one service. And then uh, September, Wednesday, September 7th starts Wednesday Night Live. Also starts our adult choir practices, our adult handbell practices. And then September 11th, uh, we're back to our schedule of 8.30 in the chapel, 10.30 in the sanctuary, and then youth group that mm-hmm. evening. Yep. And then adult forum will start on the 11th of September as well. And we've got some interesting forums lined up for all of the fall and the early winter, really. We're going to start with a forum series uh, that uh, Chaplain Doodle Harris uh, is the new chaplain and director of service learning at Hastings College. And Doodle is going to lead a forum series using 
the Apple TV show Ted Lasso as sort of the basis of it. So which is going to be really interesting. You don't need to have ever seen any episodes of Ted Lasso. Uh, she'll have clips. She'll give you all the context that you need to understand what's happening. It's not that complicated of a show anyway, so don't worry about it. And, yeah, and then use that to kind of talk about some theological concepts and ideas and talk about community and talk about forgiveness and um, all that, all the good stuff. So that should be really interesting. So. I think that's it. That is? Yeah. yeah. Should we close in prayer? Let's, Let's do it. it. All right. Let's pray. Gracious God, we are so grateful for the world that you have created and all of its beauty and all of its diversity. And we're thankful for when glimpses of that world can be brought to our attention. And so for this book, Papa, Do You Love Me? And for the beautiful imagery of the Maasai culture, and the way that it tells the story and helps us more deeply understand your love for us, we give you thanks. We thank you for the Psalms as well. Uh, as often as we read them, we often see new insights that help us understand more about you and your love for us. And so this week, Lord, may the Psalms and may the children's literature all lead us to understand you more and to more deeply understand and appreciate the love you have for us. And then how we're called to respond to that love uh, in joy and in service. We ask all of this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. With all those things said and done, until next time, toodaloo.